0: Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is the first car pod DM in our new vehicle. We are currently in a 2014. Is that that what it, this year it is? Okay, Jen doesn't know. It's a 2014, maybe 2015 Dodge Journey. Sorry. Let <laughs>
1: me oh, put the mascara wand down. Jeez, you stepped on it.
0: I'm still getting used to the uh, the gas pedal. Right, yes, on
1: the break.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, I think i'm I'm just a little bit heavy footed um, anyway, uh, for those who don't know, and there's no reason you should know, uh, but we drove to Kansas. We haven't done this in like a month, maybe longer than that. We drove to Kansas um, for one, uh, we surprised Jen's parents, uh, which was cool. Originally, we were planned to fly in and get there. 26th, maybe was that does that sound right? Um, but instead, we drove and we broke it up into two days. Um, did two like 12 hour days, I think. And actually, one day was like 14 hours, and the other one was like 10, something like that. And made our way over to Kansas and surprised her parents six days early. Is that accurate?
1: Yeah, I think so. We were there like an extra week.
0: Yeah, which was great. So, we spent the holidays with Jen's. Jen's folks and it was fantastic. While we were there though another um, bonus slash blessing is that Jen's dad works on cars. He's a a handyman of sorts especially uh, in the vehicle realm and uh, he bought a Dodge Journey a while ago and offered it to us at a discounted rate and so we purchased that from him and here we are in a brand new to us car. Way quieter. I don't know if you guys can tell. Probably not, but it's way quieter than what we had before. So I am just very thankful and um, It's clean. My side's more clean than Jen's side. Would you you care to you care to speak on that?
1: Yeah. Sorry. Did okay. I, just... Yep.
0: I just hit her coffee with the microphone. Did I get it on you? Why do we have a whole stand? <laughs> I couldn't You'd find my other we stand. I couldn't find it. it. I couldn't find the other stand.
1: Okay. Um, I eat like a child, come to find out. I just order really messy things, and they end up all over the car.
0: <laughs> it's incredible. Um, Jen could get, like, a pack of gum, and I'd look over, and there's a wrapper on the floor. There's gum stuck to her hair and the window. And I'm just looking at her like, mother of my child. What's going on here? Um, The most recent spill was a delicious uh, beef patty from the one and only Caribbean flavor in Salisbury. If you have not gone, you're missing out and you have no idea what culture is. Okay, that's a strong take. But um, it is delicious. And I looked over and there were crumbs on her stomach, on the seat, and on the floor. That is true. Um before that uh actually after that jen um met with a chocolate <laughs> a chocolate muffin and uh y- you want to you want to touch on that briefly i
1: just ate a chocolate muffin what
0: do you want okay but but the the crumbs
1: oh yeah those that's just that's the nature of chocolate muffins
0: that's fair um the reason we were at uh the place where muffins are is because we went to Barnes and Noble recently to look at baby books. And um Jen can attest to this more so than myself. The baby book realm is vast.
1: It's huge.
0: Um we went there uh after donating some stuff to Uptown Cheapskate, got a hundred and sixty dollars back.
1: Well, we would have if it wasn't for store credit. Well the store credit was one sixty. They gave us like one forty back in cash.
0: We'll take it, though. We went through our closets and took all the stuff that we didn't wear anymore, went to Uptown Cheapskate, traded it in. Um, Shout out to, um, well, you know who you are. I don't know if I can be putting people's names out there, but um, no, I don't. I have to edit this now. Shout out to Tanisha. Um, Thank you for helping us. And uh, Jen was 100% pregnant there, and we were trying to get her to wear a coat to cover that up but anyway so we got some money back which was great and then we made our way over to Barnes and Noble where um, where the books are the thing is is that with kid books can you explain the the Montessori kid like the imagination thing for me again please
1: okay so I'm not all the way well versed on this because we've just dove into the world of Montessori should I just say why Montessori sure do you want me to hold this so yeah. that your arm doesn't get tired? Yeah. Okay. Because I can talk about things like this forever. There we go. Okay, so, well, when we were, when we knew we were having a child, one of my least favorite things about, that sounds terrible, okay, i got to be careful how I word this, kid toys take over whole homes. That's when you walk into a home, you know, like, a child lives here always because the living room is like a playpen. And I'm that's fine. That's cool. But I want to have toys that are very intentional and purposeful and meaningful and also educational. So, I first, I'm just going to be straight up. The aesthetic of Montessori is much more pleasant than traditional playrooms. Gotcha. So that's why I was initially drawn toward the Montessori method and the way of, like, raising children. So all of that to say, it seems very shallow, but I just wanted the lack of toys in our home. And so I was like, oh, this is a really pretty, like, method of raising kids. Let's explore it. So then after learning, like, what Montessori is and it comes from, like, an Italian educator I believe she was actually a therapist in Italy she was the first woman to graduate with her master's degree in therapy in Italy and she studied children early early development of children and saw that they were very sensory stimulated so sounds and vision and touch and feel Like, all of these things are what spurred their education and, like, exploration of the world around them. And so there are several toys that she created to, like, help stimulate them at different stages. And so you only have that certain amount of toys for each age group. And it's around, like, 8 to 10 toys. So it's not like you have one toy and you're like, here, kid, play with it. (laughs) but there's like eight to ten options and all of them um, emphasize a different sense. So some are sight some are sound. Instruments are a huge thing which like we you primarily are very musical so that was another reason why I really liked it. And so yeah it's just very intentional toys for different age groups and I'm talking like zero to three months there's like five to eight toys. Now
0: they don't call, so, so they don't call them toys or they don't call it Playing. Can you explain what that is?
1: Yeah, I think they call like the toy or whatever it is that they're like playing with. They call it I think like an instrument or like a I actually am not sure what they call like the actual item. Probably just by its name. And then they call instead of play, they call it work. Like our children are always at work and they're always learning. They're not playing. It's not just like open-ended play it is work and so I think where you were going the reason that you brought Montessori up is because one of the things in the Montessori education that we have learned about or are learning about is there's really two of these very minimalistic I don't know aesthetically pleasing ways of education and one's Montessori and one is called Waldorf and Waldorf is very much imagination and um Think like kitchens and um, creativity and imagination and you play house and you play with dolls and you create your own little world inside your mind. So that's Waldorf. Montessori leans more towards real-life practical application. So think like instead of having a play kitchen, you're literally with mom and dad in the kitchen cutting strawberries with a dull knife. Like, everything is very practical and hands-on. And so they don't, in sense of the books from Barnes & Nobles, they don't embrace, like, a, sp- a talking mouse. They embrace an actual child who's going to school and, like, um, examples of children at work versus, like, imaginative mouse with his family that lives in a shoe. Gotcha. Which isn't real life okay that was my long-winded explanation
0: so that means that it was difficult to find books because a lot of books lean towards I'm a cat who also tap dances and this is my story and uh, it, it just kind of made it difficult to find books so with what Jen said in mind with the Montessori method in mind, we went in search of a book that were books that leaned like towards um the more so this is more real life type of thing now i remember you saying the other day you're saying rather than have either or you are hoping to do a blend because um i remember reading um books back when i was a kid that was um like i could put myself in the shoes of the person but i also remember reading books that were like um like kind of more like imaginative like not necessarily Wizards because I couldn't read Harry Potter as a kid because it had witchcraft in it. My parents were like, nope, not going to happen. Um, but I remember doing books that weren't always, like, so serious. So a blend is what you're going for, correct?
1: Yeah, like, I think imagination is very important. So I think playing house is fine. It's it's using your imagination. It builds creativity, problem solving like all those kinds of things but I do understand why it's more realistic they do more um application of like real life characters in books I get it but at the same time I'm not gonna be like toss all the books that are spur imagination because I think imagination is really important and I think that um kitchens like play kitchens like kids love them and I also think that you learn a lot through open-ended play as well so I'm not and kind kind of a blend but everything intentional no like frozen toys and people will say oh you say that now but just wait your child's gonna love frozen my child can love frozen at their friend's house (laughs) that sounds so bad but it's so true (laughs) and there
0: that's my wife ladies and gentlemen. you can enjoy frozen at your friend's house um so uh to piggyback off of that while in barnes and noble not really being successful in finding books um we saw a lady and her name is tina and well i kind of ruined it but anyway so we saw a lady and she sit down she's reading books with her daughter and we didn't know um Like, for one thing, I thought, yo, that's super smart to take your kid to a bookstore, not have to leave in buying a book, but you still get the experience of, you know, new books. What?
1: Did you know that's the same lady that was skipping in with her daughter?
0: Are you serious?
1: Yeah, it was the same lady.
0: Okay, we were parked outside of Barnes & Noble's because we had a Zoom call for work. And um, towards the end of the call, I look over and I see a lady skipping with her daughter. And I pointed and thought, like, that's super sweet um oh jen has to make speaking of that jen has to make a phone call so she texted you okay jen has to make a phone call um we're going to go on a brief commercial break and when we come back i'm going to tell you the rest of the story about barnes and noble today's episode is brought to you by bloom budget now if you've been living under a rock number one how does one do that I feel like there's an issue with air and space or whatever. But if you've been living under said rock and have no idea what Bloom Budget is, you are missing out because Bloom Budget is the brainchild of my beautiful wife, Jen. She is the creator, the graphic designer, the number cruncher, the all the things. <laughs> I ran out of things to say. But Jen, tell the people what Bloom Budget is.
1: So Bloom Budget was created because we were broke and in debt. (laughs) And we um, took a Dave Ramsey financial peace course. And after that, I sat out to find a really pretty budget that we could use that I would get excited about using and it didn't exist. And so I created Bloom Budget, which is the aesthetically pleasing budget and have printable worksheets to help people get out of debt and meet their savings goals at bloombudget.com.
0: Okay, I was gonna ask where do you, where do you send the people now? Do you have any success stories, real quick? Any, I mean, like if you could rapid, you know, fire them off some success stories of people who have used Bloom Budget um, that either you weren't expecting or they've seen a, a life change.
1: So really, I just offer people the tools, but then they themselves get really excited about it and then make their goals happen so a couple of different people have told me that they've met their goals sooner than that they thought that they would some people didn't have any desire to get out of debt at all and then once you make it pretty they think that they can do it or they they get excited about doing it and so um i've had several people that are working towards becoming debt-free or growing their emergency funds or planning for a child or buying their first home so yeah it's all a big community actually on instagram
0: that is uh beautiful number one and honestly i'll joke aside i'm super proud of you so where can the people find these helpful tips and tools
1: so we have a community on instagram at bloombudget and then all of the resources and printables can be found at bloombudget.com.
0: Boom. There it is. Get right, people, because your money matters.
1: <laughs> get right, people. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the tagline, but for real. No.
0: Get your money right. Okay, so where we last left off in our story, last left off. Ugh. Okay, where we last left off in our story, we were in Barnes & Noble. Huh? Uh, I was just going to go off of my heart. (laughs) Okay. To the right we go for McDonald's. Don't judge us. And don't add us either. All right, so we were in Barnes & Noble, and I see this lady who was skipping with her daughter into the place, and they were just reading a bunch of different books. I thought it was cool. It's a way to save money. Just read books at the bookstore. Don't have to buy anything. And so her daughter was on her lap and she was reading a few different books and me and Jim were just walking around looking at some of the different um, options they had. They have a whole section of like, I don't know, like pro-black isn't the right word, but you know what I mean? Like just culturally aware type books. Um, Okay, thank you. Um, So I thought that that was really cool. And as we're looking at these different books, also books are super expensive. Those joints were like $16, $17. But I get it. Like people put their time, sweat, tears, and other things into it. So um, we're walking around. We're like, all right, we got like one book. It's probably time to go. This is a lot of money. And uh, as we were walking out, I heard her say, and Martin was something, something, something. I was like, wait a minute. And the day that we went was um, Martin Luther King Jr.'s day. And I looked and she was reading uh, this book to her daughter. It's uh, this book, um, I guess, about the life and story of Dr. Martin Luther King. And her daughter had to be, what, four five? Yeah, probably. Something like that. And she's reading her daughter this book. So I go and I find the book that they're reading. It was um, a gold spine what would you say it was
1: I think it's called little gold book little golden book
0: the spine of the book was gold so there um but I was following along uh as she was reading it and she read like the last six or seven pages and I think towards the end of the book it says like Martin Luther King Jr's dream he didn't live long enough to see you know um you know his dream come to fruition but um you know he was a great man and Uh, something along the lines I can't remember uh, verbatim what it was but um I look over to Jen and she was crying can you explain what was happening there
1: just hormones and it was so sweet the mom was crying she was like that made me cry and then because you said thank you for reading that to your daughter I was like I can't I just couldn't handle it you couldn't handle it
0: rightfully so I couldn't handle it I was getting teared up because I thought man like what How awesome is it for a mom to do the work? And by the way, this is like a white lady and her uh, little white daughter. And she didn't have to read this book. She could have been reading some princess fairy book. But here she goes reading a book about uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And so I thought that was really sweet. So I asked her if I could have that copy of the book that she read. And when we read that book to our kids, um, I think that I will forever remember the lady Tina and her daughter Charlotte. Um, who were reading the book uh, that one day. And that's also the day that we decided to announce that we were having, thank you, Jen, um, that we were going to be having a baby. Is this, I can turn right here? I'm going to try it. Hopefully I'm not making an illegal turn, but it feels like it's not right. All right, me too. All right, here we go, Lord, forgive us. Lord, forgive us. Um, so yeah, that's that's also the day that we decided to announce that we were having a baby, and so it was just a really um, a big day for us. And I felt like a whole bunch of things were kind of lining up to kind of be like, man, this is a good day to do it. So I I feel I feel great about it. Um, Jen, I know that you. Um, and this is something that we've talked about a bunch of times before. Hold on, we're at McDonald's. Can I go McDonald's or take your order? Uh, yes. Just a second, please. Hello, may I take your order? Uh, yep. Just a second. Okay. Thank you. You're McDonald's. Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. Okay, we're gonna pivot for just a second. Um, we paused it because didn't want you to hear the McDonald's order. McDonald's is probably one of the most frustrating fast food establishments on the planet. Do you agree or disagree?
1: Yes, they're the worst.
0: The absolute worst. However, I learned a few fun facts about McDonald's. Fact number one, McDonald's has thicker straws than other places. This is from a guy that worked at McDonald's and there's like science behind it. And what he said was, is that the straws are thicker and wider so that more carbonation hits your tongue so that the drink tastes better. Also... McDonald's has commissioned Coke to have uh, their own like McDonald's type recipe. So it's a little bit sweeter and a little bit more carbonated than your traditional Coke. And last, their uh, their ice cream is made with whole milk. Is that what he said? And it's cleaned. The machine is cleaned once a week, which makes me a little bit upset. Okay. And last fact, the chicken nuggets are actually not that processed. They are commissioned mcdonald's commissions tyson to make their nuggets and um they come like pre-packaged so that's exciting today's episode is also sponsored by Rakuten. did i say it right you said it right awesome do you like spending money do you like spending money on clothing do you like spending money on clothing online well do we have the app slash thing for you I'm not doing great at this. Jen, please take it away.
1: Rakuten is an app and a website that you can browse shops that you already shop at and get money back on your purchases. And it seems really gimmicky and hoaxy, but it's not. And when you sign up, you get $30 free. And what's really cool is that if you use the um, link in our Instagram bios, then we get $30 free for referring you. So all you have to do is sign up. You get $30 free towards their purchase. You can buy something for $30 and you basically get a $30 item for free.
0: Wow. Okay, all jokes aside, that's amazing. Have you done this yourself? Question number one. And number two, have your friends done this? Does this actually work?
1: Yes, for my birthday, I wanted a $30 shirt from Urban Outfitters, and I signed up, was very skeptical, but signed up because I wanted the shirt anyways. I didn't really care if I got the $30 back, but I got the $30 back the next day through PayPal, and I got the shirt for free.
0: There you have it, people. $30 for free. Where can people find that link to sign up and give us a little kickback, Jen? Jen?
1: Well, if you head to our other sponsor, Bloom Budget, on Instagram, click the link in the bio, and you can click on Rakuten Welcome Bonus to get your $30 bonus.
0: Wow. Do it, people. What are you waiting for? Click that link in that bio at Bloom Budget. There we go. Well, we last left you off. We were at McDonald's. (laughs) And now we're talking about going to McDonald's again for ice ice cream. This isn't good. Um, Jen had an appointment. I know that you just said this, Jen, and I know I just told you I'm not gonna have you reiterate. But how was this appointment compared to the other ones that you've had in the past?
1: Night and day. So our midwife used to work at a owned by the hospital.
0: Don't use no names.
1: Women's clinic. Okay. So she could only do so many things, the way she wanted to do them. And just every time we went in there, it just felt like we were such a number. And, like, I hated it. It was not like... It was like going to Great Clips versus, like, a boutique (laughs) hair salon. (laughs) You know? (laughs) The
0: Great Clips of
1: of women's health. Right. Definitely. The Great Clips of women's health. Dang. I'm just being honest. And we... Now she's moved to um, a boutique salon (laughs) that is a privately owned women's practice so it's just so much better like couches in the waiting room like lounge chairs it's just like so good everyone is so personable there's only like what'd she say nine people and stuff it's just like so small and quaint and caring and not just like you need to be in and out Uh, she said that she used to have like random like 50 to 60 patients and now she has between like 15 10 and 15 and so it's like very individualized care which I love so it's a very different experience
0: I'm thankful for her and the entire experience because the last experience that you had um with that doctor dude you walked away very fearful very concerned. He said I mean, honestly, you walked in there like, Alright, I'm about to go and then I think that you did you face I think you FaceTime me? Thank you. Um, you FaceTime me and just hearing the way that he was talking to you was like talking to like a I don't know, like a vet, or, like a vet person talking about a dog is what it felt like. Just like very just meh 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 meh. And, um, you walked out of there thinking that you have high blood pressure and that you were going to have to, not like it's my choice that like, he was like, it just felt very like typical dude stuff. Well, and, and I, this is coming from a dude, but I think guys have a tendency to be like, all right, I know how to fix this immediately without even like really assessing this situation as a whole. It's just like if you if you brought me something and said like hey this isn't working i'd be like okay let me fix it and i feel like he was doing that but he was doing it it's way more sensitive when it's your health especially when it's the health of like your unborn child it's way more sensitive. So he's like, "All right, so look, this is what's going. This is what's going to be. You're going to take an, take aspirin. I know you haven't been taking aspirin ever. You're going to take two of those a day. And we're also going to induce you uh, a week early. So uh, see you in a month. I tell me, <laughs> man, tell man, me, man. <laughs> tell me that wasn't the <laughs> tell me that wasn't the case.
1: Yeah, and literally made two more appointments with me. But you know, what, he's just my my maternal fetal medicine doctor. He's not our delivering doctor. So he'll be fine. He What he doesn't know won't hurt him.
0: And what he doesn't know won't hurt you neither because clearly he was wrong. Talking about, oh, you got high blood pressure. It's like, sir, I, <laughs> I walk up in here and you're like, oh, uh, uh, that's a new uh, growth on your back. Oh, never mind. So anyway, let's check your blood pressure right now. Uh, nothing to worry about. And you're like, what? Uh, excuse blood me? Blood of course high. it's up there. Yeah. He's like, yeah, white coat syndrome, which is, I guess, when you see a doctor, you get a little nervous so your blood pressure is higher. He's like, yeah, that's not real. So uh, if you got high blood pressure, then you just got high blood pressure. Sorry, but anyway, that was a way better experience. I was able to go in. I've only been able to go to two of these things. Yeah, you got to hear the baby's yeah. and so I got to hear the baby's heart heartbeat for a second time. That was cool. Um, I was as she was doing like the jelly on the stomach type stuff. I was thinking, man, how, I wonder how much those things are on, uh, on Amazon. Yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> could you look it up for real? Um, yeah, look how much those are because that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, but how's the app going to, how are you going to put jelly on your iPhone, on your iPhone camera like and, <laughs> and put it up to your belly button? Talk about, uh, put a QR code on your stomach and uh, hit enter or something. Anyway, yeah, see how much those things are. But I got to hear the heartbeat. Um, That was cool. Still, we are not going to know the gender of the baby. 80 bucks. That's not crazy. We could do 80 bucks. 80 bones to hear that baby every day. (laughs) Every every day. It it sounds like... I'm trying... I can't do it. Anyway, it was awesome. Um the first time i heard it the the heartbeat um it was really sweet i could get emotional if i think too much about it anyway um so that was cool much much different environment we walked out of there everyone there had a personality um like jen said the furniture was great i enjoyed myself through and through and it's cool to be able to be there with you and hold your hand and hear the same things that uh, you're hearing let